And praise the Lord. All right, let's turn our Bibles to Daniel chapter 9. Let's turn our Bibles to Daniel chapter 9. Daniel chapter 9, verse 1. So we have been talking about fasting and prayer, and we are still talking about fasting and prayer. And, um, you know, we want to just look at some dimensions when it comes to fasting and prayer. Daniel chapter 9, verse 1. The Bible says, In the first year of Dehirus, De De the son of Hyseros, of the seed of the Meds, which was the king over the realm of the Chaldeans, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books, the number of years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem. So let me say that quickly. Um, so the first thing is this. Let me just explain that to you. Um, if you're going to understand the Bible, you must understand the basic thing about Bible study. The first thing about Bible study is this. This is the first thing. The first thing is this. That when you see Genesis, uh, Exodus, all those books, Sometimes the Bible is not written. That, that does not mean it's the order of seniority or it's the oldest. For example, in the Old Testament, what is the oldest book in the Old Testament? Job, actually. Job is the oldest book in the Because you think Job came later, later, later. Job lived, I think, at the age, at, either before Abraham or during Abraham's time. That was the time of Job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So most of it that Job lived, but it's the way it was arranged. So you think, oh, he's at the back. So the reason I said so, Ezra, Nehemiah, um, Daniel, they all lived at the same period. Although Ezra, Nehemiah, Daniel, all lived at the same period when Israel was taken into what? Captivity in the Babylon. So watch this now. So before they went to Babylon, Jeremiah had already, the book of Jeremiah was already ready because Daniel was reading the book of what? Jeremiah and saw the prophecy that Jeremiah said, that said that the, the, the captivity of them will be for what? 70 years. Okay. So this is it. So many of you always ask a question like, okay, I got a word from God. How come this word did not happen? You see, if you've been a Christian for some time, you will have had this kind of experience where you, where you heard the word from God directly. A prophet of God says something to you or there was a word in the service and you really believed it and time went and that word did not manifest. Did that, did that ever happen to you? Talk to me. Did that ever happen to you? Okay. So, I, I want to really explain the concept to you today and how it ties into fasting and praying. So, in this verse 3, the Bible says this. So, verse 2 says this. And in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by the books the numbers of the years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet, that it would, it would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem. So, what was Daniel saying? Daniel was saying this, that God, you said Jerusalem, that we will suffer for 70 years. But the challenge is this, it's really more than 70 years and we are what? Suffering. So it's almost like saying that God, Jeremiah prophesied that this would be 70 years. And Lord, it is more than 70 years right now and we're still suffering. What do we do? So, so, see the next verse. So, the Bible says this. The Bible says this. And verse 3. And Daniel said, I set my face unto the Lord to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting 
sackcloth and ashes. So this is what I'm going to. So God gave a word to Israel. And when it didn't happen, Daniel was so smart to say, the way, watch this now, the way we enforce prophecy is by fasting and prayer. That's what I'm going to. The way we enforce, because some, some of that, uh, maybe I didn't hear God. See, it's not all prophecies happen. And when it doesn't happen, it doesn't mean I didn't hear God. But sometimes prophecies need to be enforced. Prophecies need to be enforced. So let's back up a little and talk about this concept of how through fasting and prayer, we enforce prophecy. How through fasting and prayer, we enforce prophecies. Number one, what are prophecies? Number one, what, sorry, my voice. You know, I've been, you can feel it, right? Yeah, it's been uh, a long week and uh, just a lot of prayers going on. You know, so, number one, what, what are prophecies? Have you watched this movie before, Minority Report? You've not, you've not seen it before? It's an old movie, right? Okay, so Minority Report, you know, the same principle with um, this movie, George Dreads, you know, same principle. You know, but the principle is this, that they can use technology to see the future. And based on the future, they kind of deal with it in the present. That's what the concept of the Minority Report is. Why am I saying this to you? What is prophecy? I know there's a biblical definition of prophecy, but I want to give you the practical term. Prophecy shows you the possibilities of the Spirit in the future. So what prophecy does is this. There are certain pictures that come to you, but they are different possibilities. So you look at someone and you say, the Lord says that in the next, you know, that, that this is going to happen. You're going to have a consultant firm that will be the biggest. What he has told you is a possibility of the Spirit. It's a possibility through the Spirit in the future. That's what prophecy is. So the question now is this. Why don't prophecies come to pass? Is it, why don't prophecies come to pass? Not, see, when prophecies don't come to pass, it does not mean that the prophecy is a lie. Sometimes the reason why some prophecies don't come to pass is that prophecy is a lie. Can someone be lying? The Bible speaks about people that prophesied and it was a lie. The Bible says they prophesied from a lying spirit. But the second reason why prophecies don't come to pass is this, is because people despise prophecy. So First Thessalonians says this, do not what? Despise prophesying. But hey, I'm, so this is the key thing. This, this is where it applies to most of us. Hey, I know that God spoke to me a word. But this word has not happened. Why has it not happened? I, I believe the word of God. Listen, sometimes the way prophecy works, you have to do something about it. Hallelujah. <laughs> when I was a student pastor, I remember that um, there will be prophecy to people like, this exam, this difficult course, you know, I, I went to the University of Lagos. Did you go to the University of Lagos? You know, if you didn't go to the University of Lagos, uh, you know, it's okay. It's okay, at least you went somewhere, you know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Two things you do, you need to go to the University of Lagos and go to a federal government college. All of those two things are very important. You can see go back. Praise God. If I went to the University of Lagos, there was a guy called, uh, I, I, I'm on public air now. It was an engineering, Moite. It was a serious guy. <laughs> That's the kind of guy that comes the first day. So it, it, I don't even think he's married at this age, like older man, but not married. Just come and say, just let you know that this course, 10 percent people are going to fast, all of them are going to have a carryover. Just let you know. That, that's introduction, first class. Then he goes like, hey, let's have a test. First class. They were like, 
You've taught us nothing. He said, that's the point. How do you tell people on nothing? He said, that's the point. You should have been ahead of me. So, so, I mean, you have lecturers like that. You have lecturers like that. So, one, one of this is that we see the prophecy that in this very difficult course that God will give a testimony. I said, Amen! And guess what? She stopped going to class and reading. Because after all, she had a word. See, because if it's a prophecy, shouldn't it happen? And she stopped going to class. And when the results came out, at zero was magnificent. <laughs> she had a magnificent zero. See, the reason I'm saying so is this. So, one of the reasons why prophecies don't happen is this. There are physical things you have to do to make prophecy happen. If, if God tells a guy that this year you'll find your wife, brother, you have to start searching. You can't just say, you can't just stay in your house. Oh, glory to God, I receive glory to God. No, no. Well, you come to church, you look to your right, you look to your left, and say, where is it, Lord? You can't say that God says, I'll find my wife and I just keep quiet by myself. That's not possible. The reason, and this is what destroys people. So people receive prophecies and the reason prophecies don't happen is because there's what? No corresponding what? Action. Is that possible in the Bible? In the Bible, yeah. Because look at the case of, um, of Paul when the ship capsided. When the ship capsided, you know what Paul said? Paul told the, say, um, the owner of the ship, he said, except this abide. Paul had said before that everyone will be saved. Then all of a sudden, the sailors were going to run away. And Paul said, except this abide, we will not be saved. Meaning what? Meaning that, hey, he's going to be difficult for everybody. So the reason why prayer does not happen sometimes is because there's a, there's a corresponding action. And corresponding actions are two. There's a physical corresponding action. For example, God told you that I want to bless and increase your business. There are things you have to do to align with prophecy. So there's a physical corresponding action, but there's also what the spiritual corresponding action. But let me just take you back for a minute and show you something that not all prophecy happens. Do you remember that, you know, God prophesied and told Moses that Israel will go to the promised land? Yes or no? Did they all get there? Yes or no? They all did not get there. Only two people got there. Would they? Would they? Joshua and would Caleb. But I thought God prophesied that they would get there. Not all prophecies happen. Because they have to do their own part. The second prophecy is this. The second prophecy is this. God told Ezekiah was going to die. Or was it not God that sent the prophet? Did Ezekiah die? Because he also did something. God told Jonah, I will destroy Nineveh. Did he destroy Nineveh? So, see, what, for prophecies to happen, there must be certain alignment for prophecies to happen. That's what I'm going to. And, and the reason why people keep saying that, oh, God said this to me. Oh, God said that to me. Oh, I heard the word of God. Oh, and this happened and that happened. Hey, and, and God is up. The reason why is that most of the time, we're not doing what we have to do. What do we have to do? First Timothy chapter 1. Oh my God, this is going to be powerful. First Timothy chapter 1. Let's go now. Hallelujah. I was just busy introducing the subject to you. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 18. Oh, glory to God. Verse 18. Look at what the Bible says. <laughs> he said, this is Paul. He said, this child, what is a child? What can I use? Are they coming here? Are they coming here? Come, come quickly. This is our music director. This, this is what a child looks like. This is a child. I, 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 I warn you. That, that's, I, I charge you. I warn you. That, that's a child. I warn you. 
you, and let me see your faith. I warn you, it's a lot of seriousness when you charge someone. And why was, the question is this, why was Paul so dead serious with Timothy? Why was he using this word? Why was he saying, Timothy, I, I charge you. Why? Because this was extremely serious. This word is not used very often in the Bible. What did he say? He says, this charge I commit unto you, my son Timothy, according to the prophecies. Thank you, sir. It says, according to the prophecies which went on before thee, that thou by them my way a good warfare. He was saying that, Timothy, the prophecies you had may not happen in your life except you fight for it. He said, I charge you. So says, God has spoken already. I know God has spoken, but I charge you. Make sure that what happens in your life. God has said you have a baby, make sure you have the baby. God has said you'll be a billionaire, make sure you become that billionaire. God has said yourself will multiply by 10, make sure you multiply. He said, I charge you, listen to me. The reason most prophecies don't happen is because we do not realize that there's what we have to do to make the prophecy happen. And it's what you have to do. He said, fight for it. He said, fight for it. How do you fight? Of course, we don't fight in the flesh. We fight your prayer. Glory to God. When I just said ministry, when I said pastoring, the first year was so challenging. You will not believe it. Our church did not have to, we didn't have money to pay for the rent. 3,000 naira. We didn't have to pay for the rent. And we closed down the midweek services because we didn't have money to pay for the rent. And when we closed it down, I didn't close it down. I said that God, whatever will be, will be. You know, whatever will be, will be. Just let it be on God. You know, I, I don't say things like that. Because many of you say, uh, I can't come and kill myself. <laughs> Listen, people, most people that say I can't come and kill myself are signed up for failure. I'm telling you, we're going to give you what it takes. We're going to change things. We're, we're going to change things. So, so, you know, so, so, so when it started, I couldn't pay 3,000. Man, I went to the fasting and prayer. I say, God, this is not what you showed me. Because, because I, I've heard some things in the spirit. I've seen some things in the spirit. I had to travel until those things happened. Listen to me. I, I know that God has spoken to you about your business. I know God has spoken to you about your job. I am wondering, if God said, let's even do it. God says, that's not how it happens. Although I've spoken, you have to travel. Let me give an example of someone. Are you ready for this? Elijah went to meet Ahab and told Ahab, he said that today rain will fall. He said today rain will fall. When he said so, he was given a prophecy, rain will fall. He didn't go to yellow chili after he said the word and sipping some pina colada and said, yeah, today rain will fall. He didn't go to hang out in Bay Lounge and having some nice fish and, you know, and as soon as said, no, no, no. When he gave the prophecy, he separated himself. He took a young man with him. And he, he went there for, for, for the first time. Mm, he, he, he was birthing the prophecy into the natural. As he prayed, he would get up and say, he said, go and check. He said, cloud now. He said, there's no cloud. He will pray again. He, he kept on on that place until he saw something. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The guy kept going. When the guy came back to seven, the guy said, I see a hand. He said, you see a hand? That's it. 
Have you received the prophecy? You need to pray the prophecy into action until you see a hand. Listen to me. Fasting and prayer activate prophecy. That's what I'm going to. Someone said, well, and God told me that this year, this year is my year of being unstoppable. It might be my focus. See, it doesn't happen by doing like this. Neither does it happen by doing sticker. If you want to be unstoppable and focused, it happens on the knees. This is the word of the Lord unto me. I believe it shall be as God has told me. I believe. Even as God has told me, I believe it shall be. Even as God has told me, on your knees you deliver it. Glory to God. That's where glory to God. That's still where glory to God. I believe it shall be as it was told me. You apply for that job. Before you know it, everybody's getting letter except you. Don't say, but God, why now? God, why now? Everybody's getting letter. You are saying the wrong thing. As God said you something, make a warfare. What do you mean they make a warfare? You will bring your spiritual receipts. Your prophecy is your receipts. Say, Lord, this is what you said. If someone sells you, if you buy a product and it's not what you bought, what do you do? You go back with your receipts. You go back. What's your receipt? Your prophecy. You say, God, you told me this. How come the marriage is this way? Lord, you told me that my children will serve God. How come they're acting crazy? You told me you give me good children. How come my children are sickly? You told me you give me, you bless the work of my hands. How come the business selling? You said 2019 is my year. How come October is here and there is no testimony? When you begin to pray that way, power will be made available. Somebody say hallelujah. Oh, this is what we do. It does not happen. I can't keep myself up. If it happens. If it doesn't happen, that, that's the will of the failure. When you are victorious, you insist. You insist. Whatever we shall bind on it shall be bound in heaven. See, in fact, in fact, the way we say it is wrong. Because we always say things like, whatever is binding shall be bound in heaven. Whatever is loose on it shall be loose in heaven. That, that's the only way it's said in the Greek. The Greek says, whatever we bind on earth that is already bound in heaven, whatever we loose on earth that is in the spiritual and because of that we stand in authority on the earth and say as it is in heaven so let it be on earth listen to me the spiritual controls the physical when you win spiritual battles physical battles will bow down to you I'm telling you the truth I'm telling there's a, there's a case of someone in our church this lady had a condition just had a huge stomach and for one year or so, doctors did not know what was wrong with her. They didn't know what was wrong with her. And I, I, I remembered, you know, one of the services, I just called her and prayed for her. And when I prayed for her, the, the huge man did not disappear. But she had a next medical appointment. And now that she went to the next medical appointment, you know what they found out? The doctor had been checking her for one year and said, wow, I now see what is wrong with you. Why couldn't you see for one year? Spiritual problem cannot be detected by a stethoscope. Spiritual problem cannot be solved by consultant. Spiritual problem cannot be solved by all those things. No, they are solved by the power of God. So, as soon as we dealt with the barrier, the doctor who recognized what was going on. Are you here? Are you here? The problem is that you are talking too much. See, some of you, the challenge you have in your business is not physical, it's spiritual. All this money you are looking for funding, consultant, they will consult you down. Because spiritual problem cannot be fixed with mental intellect. It can't be fixed with mental power. No way. Spiritual problem must be solved at the dimension they were created. 
If they are spiritual, they must be saw from the spiritual realm. They must be saw from that angle. You see, I mean, trying to marry, marry, marry. They say she stop wearing this. I've won. If your marital problem is a spiritual problem, if you like, walk naked, they'll not marry you. That's what the Bible says. For the weapons are offered, not carnal. He said, they are mighty to God. To the pulling now. He said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But how do you wrestle? We wrestle with prophecy. This is why we fast and pray. So as we fast and pray, we are prepping. We are releasing. We are activating. We are propelling the things that God has said to you. The challenge is this. When God says something to you, it's your duty to make it happen. And that's what Paul was telling Timothy. He said, according to the prophecies that have gone ahead of you, with those prophecies, make it good warfare. I, I remember a leading minister. I, I'm not sure if it was Kenny Hagin or one of, or, or the, one of faith preachers. His son had just, his son just turned wayward. His son just turned wayward. And he was saying, God, but I raised him up the right way. God says, that's not, he said, what have I said about your son? What does the Bible say? It said, the Bible says, train up a child in the way that I should go. When he's old, he will not depart from it. He said, stay on the word. He said, Lord, that's the thing I'm asking for. He said, read it again. He said, train up a child in the way that is, in the way that what? He should go. When he's old, what will happen? And God told him, your child has not departed from the way. He took his stroll, he will come back. <laughs> yeah, he said, someone can take his stroll. They can wander. But it will not depart. It's coming back. See, see, that is what happens when you insist on the word. That's what happens when you insist on the word. Listen to me. This is why fasting and prayer is good for prophecy. Let, let's read that Daniel chapter 9. I want to show you some one dimension there. So Daniel was praying and saying that 70 years is gone. Ha, this, that, 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 that. <laughs> Through fasting and prayer, we enforce prophecy. All of that are not fasting and praying. I really feel bad. I don't know what to say to you. Don't say, I'm tired though. Because I fasted last year. Nothing happened. I fasted this year. Listen, I want to say something to you. Luke 18 1 says what? Let me just, let me just share. Luke 18 1 says what? Just look. Luke 18 1. What does it say? Luke 18 1, please. Uh, let's read together. Want to go? The Bible to this end. That men always ought to pray. And not to what? Of course, the word faint means what? Give up, right? Question. If Jesus Christ says, when you are praying, don't give up, what does that mean? That means that there are some situations that will want to make you give up your prayer, but don't give up. If Jesus Christ has seen into your future and say, hey, there are some things you will use your prayer to confront. And it will seem as if prayer is failing. He said, but I'm telling you today in advance, don't give up. For him, not to, for him to tell us this, he knew that a time will come, you feel like giving up. So he said this ahead of time. Did you see that? All right. Daniel chapter 9. Well, you know, I want to show you something, Daniel. So Daniel, Daniel was praying and was praying in verse 1 to verse 4. Mm. Then in verse 20. In verse 20, while I was praying, the Bible says, And whilst I was praying and, and while I was speaking and praying, and confessing my sins and the sins of my people, Israel, and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God, for the holy mountain of God. Yes, while I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, 
who had seen in the vision at the beginning, began caused to fight swiftly, touched me about the time of the oblation, and informed me and talked with me and said, Oh, Daniel, I am come to give this skill. And what? Understanding. Did you notice that? Listen to me. That is what fasting and prayer does. It brings revelation. People, men that fast and pray are synonymous with men of revelation. Listen to me. If you don't pray, you'll be blind as a bat. If you don't pray, you'll be blind. See, people that pray, they see visions. If you don't pray, you will be blind as a bat. When you pray, your spiritual senses are awakened. When you pray, you become sensitive to God. When you pray, you live in the realm of revelations. Have you noticed? When you read the Bible, a lot of them are revelations. Cornelius, Peter. Cornelius said, when I was fasting, I saw a vision. Peter said, when I was waiting for my food, I saw a vision. There's a connection with the fasting and prayer and visions. So I say, me, I don't hear the voice of God. Fast and pray. When you fast and pray and the voice inside go out, the vo when the voice outside goes down, the voice inside will come up. The problem is not that I cannot hear the voice of God. The problem is this. The voice on the outside is drowning the voice on the inside. When you begin to fast and pray, you will silence the voice on the outside and the voice on the inside will begin to come out. So while we fast and pray, we are fasting and praying for the enforcing of prophecy. There are certain things God has told us that this 2019, we are focused and unstoppable. He says, despite our situation, we're having testimonies. Listen to me, people. We have to enforce that. If you have not seen that in general until now, you must see it now. Oh, I, I, I was bringing this on the side. If you have not seen it from general until now, you must see it now. And let me tell you something, you're not just going to sit down there. The Bible says, up till now, the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violent taken by force. He will say, I'm not sitting in January, but now, and what am I going to like Elijah? I'm going to travel onto the cloud of handshows. Ah, David, David told the angel, he said, I will not let you go until you bless me. He said, I will not. See, he, 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 he said, he said but, but already Jacob was blessed. But it was asking for an activation. Many of you words have been spoken about your marital destiny. Words have been spoken about your finances. Words have been spoken about your health. Words have been spoken about your job. But they are just hanging in the spirit. And God is saying, is it not time you enforce it? Through fasting and prayer, you enforce it. Then the second thing he does is this. If there's something you have to understand about that word, as you are praying, angelic activities will come. And bring you understanding and bring you revelation and bring you understanding and bring you revelation. But question, when they come, are you spiritually sensitive to hear? Be careful, let you eat your destiny away. You didn't hear that. I said, be careful, lest you eat your destiny away. Esau ate his destiny. Esau ate his destiny. So that I can't fast. Be careful. This you can't fast. You could be eating your destiny away. This you can't fast. You could be eating your future away. This you can't fast. You could be eating the best of God away. It's denying yourself. Denying yourself. Because there are things you want to see, sir. And Jesus said, this goeth not, but by fasting and prayer. <laughs> when you see people forming <laughs> when it comes to prayer, uh, you know, um, um, I don't know why Nigerians go very intense when it comes to prayer. 
you know, because like, listen to me. <laughs> if you are abroad, why would you go in tents? If you are hungry, you get food stamp. If you are houseless, they give you council flats. They pay you for everything that you don't have. There's a safety net in, the, there's a safety net in your social system. Here, prayer is our safety net. Praise the Lord. You break your leg abroad, they treat you for free. It's called insurance. Here, if you break your leg, when you see how much hospital will take, you will lay hands on the leg and say, leg, walk. So, the one that said, you know, you guys are so intense in prayer. It's not our fault. When there's no social net, then prayer becomes a net for us. I'm only saying because some of you don't have a social net, now you have a prayer net. What nets do you have? Ha. Once you don't have net, you become a free prey for a hook of Satan. Glory to God. Does your marriage have a prayer net? Does your relationship have a prayer net? Something that, a net is something that saves you. That before it goes back, it saves you. And let me say something to you. I always say this all the time. Some of you here are enjoying your parents' prayers. Yes or no? The question to you is this. Can your children say they will enjoy your prayer? Some of you will say that, if not my mother that can pray, my mother can pray, my mother can pray. Listen, what legacy of prayer are you leaving for your child? Prayer is so powerful that when you are dead, prayer is still working. Prayer is so powerful that you don't have to be with the person you are praying for. It can be transported. Prayer teleports automatically. You are in Nigeria and prayer is changing in Australia. The woman came to Jesus Christ. He said, Jesus, have mercy on my daughter. Where is the daughter? At home. But prayer was working. And Jesus spoke the word and prayer left where he spoke. Went home. Before she got home, before she got home, child was fine. Aya. The power of prayer, sir. See, the person that came to a prayer, before the person returned back to the prayed for, prayer answered. Prayer is such that your child is schooling in the boarding house and prayer is walking in the boarding house. Your child wants to join one bank gang. He just sees someone say, stop it, move to the light. He doesn't know the person. Prayer, just move the person there. The, the invisible hand, prayer touches the invisible hand of God that turns everything around. One of the things fasting and prayer does is the assurance that comes. See, this confidence that prayer and fasting brings is only people that pray and fast and know it. It's not about bone face or about confidence or the we took Molly or we took him marijuana. <laughs> That's a small assurance. That's not confidence at all. Ah, we took heroin without face. No. The real assurance. Holy Ghost assurance. When you are prayed up, Hey, it is well. It comes with the voice of authority. The Bible says when they prayed, they spoke in tongues and spoke boldly the word of God. What does prayer do? Through prayer, we activate prophecy. We activate what? Prophecy. Prophecy has been your life. You get married. Two years after, you are not even dating. Instead of you to pray, you are doing more color. You color your hair, you color this, you color that. He said, no, it's the Wivon, it's the lipstick. Let, let me do mouth job and nose job and this job and enlargement. You have been over enlarged now. Have you found him? No. <laughs> this kind goeth not, but by fasting 
and prayer. The Lord said that your consulting company will explode to dimensions of hundreds of millions. After the prophecy, this is three years after, you are still struggling with two million per annum. Is it God, I'm frustrated. That doesn't, that, that, that's not a prayer request. That's a comment that has no heavenly response. When you have that prophecy, you take it. You take it. Lord, that's why when they are prophesying over your head, don't stand like a look and say, Amen. Get a pen and barrel. Right, 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 right. Because you can't take advantage of what you're not conscious of. You have to be conscious of the prophetic word. Joshua always, see, look at Caleb. Caleb told Joshua, he said, remember the word that the man of God Moses said concerning me. He said, as I was, so I am. He said, he said, my physical strength is not abated. He said, give me the mountain and I will possess it. Many of you have forgotten what God has told you. You are in September, but you have forgotten so soon what God said in January. Go back. Go back to your notes. Go back to your phones. This season of fasting and prayer, Lord, you said this. I'm not carrying any blessing over to 2020. All the blessing of 2019 must vomit this year. I'm provoking it. I, 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 I said, I'm provoking. There's no carryover in our generation. We are not carrying over blessings. We are not carrying over prayer requests. There is a year where it happens. It's this year. There is a month where it happens. It's this month. There is a time it happens. It's this time. He said, when the Lord turns around the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Listen to me. Everybody has testified. It's your season to testify. Everybody has said something. It's your season to say something. Everybody is rejoicing. It's your season to rejoice. Hallelujah. The vow let take it by force. Let's stand up and pray. Listen to me. Of course, we're going to pray. We can't pray a lot in this service. Next service is here. But tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Instagram. Tomorrow evening, 6.30 in church. Fire, sir. Every prophetic word must have fulfillment in my life. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's go ahead and pray, everybody. Let's go ahead and pray. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's touch Jesha Pats on the Mantakidi Josh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Prophecies have been activated. We are birthing things in the realm of the spirits. We are betting things in the realm. Hey, 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 hey. We are betting in them now. Now. Either you're at the back in the nursing mother area and you're watching online in the East Auditorium. Anywhere you are, lift up a voice like turn down to heaven. We are betting for prophecies. We are betting for Hey, no carryover till next year. No carryover till next year. Some things must happen. Begin to declare.
declare that Lord you said this I stand on this prophetic word In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Every change in your life has been terminated this morning. Every point of embarrassment for someone in the service has been turned into a testimony. I declare you are stepping in. You are next. God. The name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.